Well, hello and welcome to Binge Watch, the podcast where we take a look at the hottest new TV and film releases on streaming television platforms. I'm Hannah Fernando, the editor of Woman Magazine. And I'm Ian McEwen, writer on TV Satellite Week magazine and whattowatch.com. And today we're looking at the new releases for the week starting Friday the 10th of December 2021, including Olivia Coleman and David Thewlis in now TV crime drama Landscapers and the Netflix animated feature Back to the Outback. And we'll also be looking at the return of period comedy drama The Great on Stars Play and Will Smith's Outward Bound documentary series Welcome to Earth on Disney+. Plus. But first, Ian, what is in the news? In Disney Plus's animated musical series Rona Who Lives by the River, Karen Gillan will provide the voice of a young woman in a Scottish town who suddenly is able to make her wishes come true. What else is in the news? Well, very excitingly, 17 years after they last appeared on the small screen, best friends Carrie, Charlotte and Miranda, hurrah, I hear you cry, return this week on Sky Comedy in Sex and the City's hugely anticipated revival. And just like that. We're going to start off with something I very much enjoyed. It's a new drama on Sky Atlantic and Now TV. It stars Olivia Coleman and David Thewlis. It's called Landscapers. And here's a clip. Yesterday morning, two bodies were found buried in the back garden of a house in Mansfield. My husband and I got ourselves into a bit of a pickle. It might sound bad, but it's not what it seems. For manslaughter, we're recommending murder. You were supposed to protect me! I am, I'm trying! So, this one is based on a true story. I didn't remember the news story, but it was in 2013 in Mansfield, two bodies were found in the back garden of a house. Now, I would say if you don't know the true story, don't Google it because I think it's more enjoyable to just watch it unfold in this four-part series. So, yeah, fantastic cast. Olivia Coleman, David Thewlis, two of my favourites. So they play Susan Edwards and her husband, Christopher. And we first find them in France. They've gone to live in France. They haven't got any money. He's going out trying to get jobs. He doesn't really speak French, so it's a bit of a disaster. She seems to be spending what money they have on all this film memorabilia. Uh, she's particularly uh, into Gary Cooper, the Western star. And they do have sort of fantasy sequences in this series that refer to this great love of class- classic movies. We discover that two bodies have been found in the back garden of a house in Mansfield. And this couple is connected to that discovery. I don't really want to say too much. I don't want to give the game away. But I really enjoyed it. I mean, obviously, Olivia Coleman is is top quality and it's her partner who wrote the script for this interestingly enough david thewlis a uh, huge fan he was terrific in fargo playing a really creepy character in that he's done so much great stuff he's been in mike lee films he was in the big lebowski he's done all sorts they work really well together i mean they're a very they appear to be a very devoted and rather gentle couple who just keep themselves to themselves but clearly something has happened in the past which has caused them to emigrate and uh, disappear um, so it's going to be fascinating that we're going to see them in episode one 
they return to the UK and they're going to be questioned by the police in connection with this discovery. The only thing I would say, the police element in the UK, there's a very sweary officer. Um, it's kind of done for comic effect, but that, that, I didn't particularly like that. But um, yeah, it's really well done. It's a good take on a, a genuine news story. And um, yeah, I, I, I thought it was fantastic. What did you think about this, Hannah? Well, I mean, I'm a massive fan of uh, Olivia Colman for a start. So that's, you know, you're already kind of starting from a good place, I think. And um, she never fails to amaze me because she she looks different. You know, people get typecast, don't they, so often. And she just isn't. Whatever she does, she's really good at. I also didn't remember um, the real true story. And I think I would agree with you. Don't look at it up before you've uh, before you've watched it. Um, it's, it, it's interesting and it's good and... I think that's probably about as far as I'd, I'd go with it. I don't think you're going to be some, still talking about it in a year's time. I think it is just, you know, it is something very interesting. Um, I think it's got four, is it four parts? Um, yes. Yeah, so it's not too, you don't have to kind of stick with it too long, like some of these uh, series that go on and on and on. Um, you don't have that at all. It does come to a close. Um, but it's intriguing to see how this couple got away with what they did for so long. Um, and I, they, they certainly bring... The story to life so yeah i would say it's one to watch okay now over on stars play you're going to talk to us about the return of the period comedy drama the great darling girl there is a rumor sweeping europe that you have taken russia from your husband you're my wife you honestly can't think you can run russia without bloodshed i can i'm winning i love that you think that he's a threat I really, really want to kill him. Reason and compassion can win any argument better than violence. Let's just behead him like civilised men. So season two, ten episodes. You need to stick with this one. Um, I don't know. Well, we did talk about it at the time, actually. Um, so we, we have seen um, the first se- season, first series. Uh, I, I, it's, it's very funny. It's a sort of a history lesson, but very potted a bit like I suppose I suppose a bit like watching the crown where you watch it that's not so funny but you watch it and you kind of think oh what's this is real but it kind of fills a bit of your potted history this is this is kind of like that but not nearly as detailed um and in the first season there's sort of a bit of a recap um you sort of saw the very a, a very funny take on history uh, about Catherine the Great who's who's played by um Ellie Fanning and um it, she arrives in Russia and you see her relationship with her husband, Peter, who's played by Nicholas Holt. Um, he's just a bit of a buffoon and a bit of an idiot. And it's a very sort of old fashioned relationship. You know, you're, you're here to bear my children. That's it. You know, and she wants to help run the country. You know, don't speak, darling. Don't speak. And um, you see her, well, why she's called Catherine the Great, sort of, you know, coming from from behind and saying no I don't want this I'm going to make I'm going to I'm going to change history and women are going to have a voice and so um it ended up with a bit of a bit of a coup in that last uh, series with uh, over her husband because she um yeah she'd, she'd had enough so I think we kind of thought that it parked there but as season two begins the palace is very divided because um Peter and a very pregnant Catherine wage war over the throne. And so you, it's quite bloody this time around, a bit of a bloody battleground. Once where we saw the sort of luxurious rooms where there were lavish parties thrown, you know, not, not so much this time. Um, 
And, of course, while she's pregnant, he can't really touch her. Um, they're rowing. And you, you see, as I say, it's, it's kind of like a potted history, but it is it is quite funny. Um, I, I quite like it because I quite like it when things kind of fill gaps for me in a way that's very, very lighthearted. Um, and, you know... It does what it says on the tin. If you like the first series, you're going to like you're going to like the second series. I don't know how many series this has got in it. If I'm honest, though, what did you think, Ian? I think it's really good. And and the big news in in this second season is that your favourite, Gillian Anderson, is going to join the cast as Catherine's mother, Joanna. So I think the tone of it is kind of got elements of the favourites, which of course Olivia Coleman was in the feature film. A little bit of the madness of King George in terms of all the court rivalry and backstabbing and, and a very funny script. And, yeah, it's a pretty loose take on Russian history because, it, above all, it's very it's very sweary, it's very violent, it's incredibly rude, there's a lot of sex in it. And Nicholas Hull, I think he is absolutely hilarious as Peter, who's just like a sort of man-child with these appetites that must be satisfied and so much money has been spent on it. I mean, it looks amazing. It looks like a straight period drama. It's fantastic. And yeah, as we rejoin, as you said, there's a, literally a battle going on in the palace. Peter's got all these different lookalikes that he kind of sends out of the palace to see if he can escape. And of course, they get killed. And he's got his Cossacks protecting him. So he sort of makes a run for it but the one that he doesn't take his chef with him and he's very concerned that he's not going to have nice food to eat so she she on the other side of a river she starts she gets the chef to cook some delicious meal and the smell wafts across and it drives him crazy it's a crazy take on history but i really like it i i didn't watch the whole of the first series so i'm not sure if if, if over the course of an entire series that really heightened sweary violent crazy take on it would last the course but i think holt and fanning are terrific in it uh douglas hodge is also in it he's always really good great character actor it'll be interesting to see what uh gillian anderson brings to the cast so uh is there yeah. anything but she's not in at the moment or voice or <laughs> voicing you know wow, yeah. who's her who's agent <laughs> give me that number okay now on disney plus uh we're going to look at a new documentary series presented by Hollywood star Will Smith. It's called Welcome to Earth, and here's a clip. We think we know our planet, but there's still a secret world to be discovered. If you go to the right place with the right guide, you just might find a portal into it. And we need the helmet because the volcano spits rocks up in the air as if this helmet's going to do something. <laughs> We're one of these big rocks. So in this six-episode series, basically, Will Smith's getting to tick lots of things off his bucket list, I would say, because he's going on all these amazing outward-bound adventures to see the most thrilling spectacles on, on planet Earth, from volcanoes, waterfalls, migrating animals, and he's joined by experts and explorers. Um, and like everyone is in this modern age, He's out of his comfort zone. So <laughs> I've only watched episode one. Um, and in it, he gets into a submersible with two other people. And they go down 3,000 feet 
the bottom of the ocean where it's absolutely pitch black, as you can imagine. And he does have a slight fear of water, he admits. So, um, yeah, it's quite claustrophobic. But it's fascinating. I mean, he I think he is a very charming presenter. He comes across very well. It's nice to see it all through his eyes. And once they get down to the bottom, they turn the lights off in the submersible and all these bioluminescent creatures light up and they use light to communicate with each other. There's also someone kayaking at night and as the paddle moves through the water, there's all this bioluminescence. It looks absolutely amazing. Yeah, it's an interesting take on how do animals live and communicate in total darkness. There's some quite strange looking creatures that we get to see. And yeah, he's going to be doing more of the same. He's going to be doing sort of abseiling and... Uh, yeah, I think the second episode, he's he's watching herds of wildebeest, that famous migration that we've seen a number of times in nature documentaries over the years. So, yeah, it's a good celebrity-led Outward Bound adventure series with some fantastic sequences of the natural world. So I enjoyed it. What did you think, Hannah? Yeah, do you know what? It's a weird one because, um, I mean, I'm a big fan of Will Smith, but I do find the kind of celebrity world colliding with um, the real world always a bit odd. And when I say that, you know, this is kind of like David Attenborough territory, isn't it? You know, and, and it's kind of like suddenly you've got a, a celebrity in, inserted into in, into this world. And it's, I don't know, it just sort of, it sort of, it, it, it kind of jars a bit with me. But actually, I suppose the beauty of these things and the reason that, that people often watch is because, as you quite rightly said, they're the celebrity in this case will smith has put right out of their comfort zone mm. so you know it, it kind of it makes for good viewing doesn't it because you know he's, he's frightened of water and um you know there's that jeopardy i suppose that, that's brought to it so I, I i i can see um why it's done but very very quickly the celebrity element in my opinion fades because like you say the the way the animals these luminous animals how they communicate I mean, it's just so incredibly interesting that the the celebrity parts sort of almost pales into insignificance to a degree, and they're just they're just running the show. They're they're just almost the the narrator to a degree. Um, so yeah, no, I again seen the first episode. I, I think I think it's really interesting and it's really good, and I, I was able to reconcile Will Smith being part of it halfway through. <laughs> Yeah, agreed. I mean, he doesn't—he doesn't dominate, does he? There's lots of there's lots of sequences that he's not involved in at all. And yet, as you say, you learn a hell of a lot about the natural world. Mm. It's great. Now, you are going to finish off with an animated feature film on Netflix, Back to the Outback. Monsters—that's what they think we are in here. I say we break out tonight. Mm. You're a bunch of creepy animals. You're not going to get five yards. <gasps> You're really mean. But he's so adorable. Look at his cute little bottom, like it was knitted by angels. Grab him! Go ahead and try. Snakes can't climb. Ah! Ah! Snakes can climb! This, this story is, is essentially based on a load of um, exotic creatures um, in a reptile house within a wildlife park. And um, they are planning a very daring escape i mean we, we've kind of been here before with this sort of animation um but they brought the big names in like i said already isla fisher guy pierce eric banner tim minchin you know we've got some we've got some good names um voicing these creatures 
not particularly cute. There's a couple of cute ones in there. Not particularly cute creatures, but they are there being watched by, you know, I'm sure I go for a lot of people when I say that or stand for a lot of people when I say I'm not that keen on zoos and where you just kind of um, just watch and this is the, the animals version that they're, they're in there and they're like, you know, we're just they're just being poked and prodded. And of course, all, not all zoos are like that, but this one is set in Australia um, and they're, they're pretty deadly creatures and they make their escape. And, and it's very funny because, of course, they have to um, you know make their way across cities to get back to their actual original habitat and 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 of course you are there championing the animals you want them back in their natural habitat of course you do um it's good fun it's it's a good family good family viewing um everyone will enjoy it something for everyone as usual um and and i'd say pretty much no expense spared on this did you enjoy it in I liked it. It's not a million miles away from Madagascar, no, is it? Which no, was about agreed. zoo animals mm. escaping to the wild. And um, yeah, whereas the lion was the star attraction in the, was it a New York Zoo? In this case, it's a koala bear. <laughs> <laughs> He's cute. <laughs> who's everyone's favourite and voiced by Tim Minchin. And that's a very funny character. But as you say, it's the, it's the, the creatures who everyone is afraid of kind of creepy crawly type uh, creatures who are at the heart of this but they do take the koala with them when they escape yeah er- i like eric banner plays the uh, zookeeper doesn't he who's who looks very like crocodile Dundee. <laughs> it has to be said and he kind of launches a sort of military style operation to try and uh, bring all these uh, creatures back to the zoo i didn't know what a thorny devil was, did she, Hannah? We well, do now. We do of, now. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a lizard, <laughs> isn't it? With lots of sort of horny it bits all over its body. Um, but yeah, I think it's great. Uh, good fun. They're good characters, aren't they? And really talented voice cast. Keith Urban is in there as well. Got to that point in the podcast, Hannah, where we find out what you've been binging on. So please reveal your choices. Yes, well, I watched Robin Robin with the children um, at the weekend. Uh, very sweet. Uh, Gillian Anderson, <laughs> another one featuring the voiceover. Um, and of course, as always, Strictly. Yes. How about you, Ian? Well, I did check out a film on Netflix, ID2, which is a sort of sequel to the film all about uh, football hooligans. I can't say I was that impressed. Um, also, I've I've been following Impeachment American Crime Story, uh, which is on the Beeb and on iPlayer, in which Clive Owen plays Bill Clinton and um, Edie Falco plays Hillary. And yeah, it's all about the Monica Lewinsky story. It's got Sarah Paulson in it as well. It's, it's really, really good. Next week, it's our big double Christmas podcast. <laughs> so yes. we're going to be packing a lot of stuff into it. <laughs> But what sort of things are we going to be talking about? Well, Leonardo DiCaprio, another one of my favourites, and Jennifer Lawrence, even more one of my favourites, play astronomers warning of an apocalyptic event in the darkly comic Netflix sci-fi Don't Look Up. And the Grand Tour team of Clarkson, May and Hammond will be getting to grips with our French neighbours and their decidedly strange cars in the Grand Tour Presents Carnage Artois see what they've done there on amazon prime video so we look forward to those and lots and lots of festive offerings but in the meantime 